Bing bong, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to episode 19, is this? You ask me every time and... Because <laughs> I always forget. I think I know what it is. I, I always forget, too. Um, uh, here, quick, quick, I'm pretty quick. sure it's 19. Quick, YouTube It's 19. Studio. It's 19? Yep, yep, yep. All right. Yep. Welcome to episode 19. My camera cannot focus. Welcome to episode 19 of Waves on the Shore, hosted by myself and my lovely co-host to my left, Jaren. Um, We got a bunch of stuff lined up. Actually, a pretty busy agenda. It's pretty ambitious, but we're going to get through it all like the absolute beasts we are. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we're starting with some new music. There's a couple, uh, some new releases we want to discuss a little bit. Um... That we are going to use our words to describe our opinions. First of which is uh, Midland. Mm-hmm. Midland, if you missed it, they um, they came out with The Last Resort alongside the announcement of the album, The Last Resort, Greetings From. I know it's a freaking weird title, but um, yeah, it comes out May 6th. It's 12 songs. We now have six of them. Um, but granted it's expanding from the EP, so it makes sense. Um, I myself am very excited because I think we're both very excited. I mean, everyone knows my love for Midland, the posters right there, everything, but, uh, we both also, like Midland a lot. Yeah. And also I was a big fan of the last resort EP and I really wanted to see what it would sound like as a full album, fully like conceptualized. So I am, and especially with the, uh, the one they just put out, the title track, The Last Resort. Um, I am very excited for yeah. how this is going to come together conceptually, thematically. But uh, what are you feeling, just in general, and then we can talk about the song when it comes up? I am just very, very excited because it's been... it's Okay, so it's been about the same amount of time for Midland as it has John Party. So I think like fall of 2019... Was the last time they released an album? Midland was August twenty second, twenty nineteen. I yeah, can yeah, yeah. remember um, that day. <laughs> that was because yeah, that was the, that fun fact. That uh, Let It Roll was the first time I ever stayed up till midnight to listen to an album. Really? Yeah, I got home from a campfire. I ordered a <laughs> pair of shoes. They came in. They had a hole in them, so I had to send them back. Uh, and then I stayed up all night to listen to Let It Roll when it came out. Wow. And I fell asleep at some point in time and woke up the next morning like, frick, I don't even know how far I got. So I listened to it again the next morning. But it's yeah. actually, now that you're on that topic, I've got two memories of Midland before I became like a really big fan. Because they're, honestly, they're, they're, they're up there for me. Not, not quite as high as they are for you, but they're up there. But like, I can remember, I remember when this album came out, I went to Walmart and bought it. <laughs> Because I'm a nerd and I went buy to CDs. Walmart, you know, <laughs> just how it is. I don't have a good where I'm where I'm around. I don't have a good like vinyl record CD like music store or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, we got to go out of town sucks. for that stuff, dude. Yeah. Um, but actually, I'm gonna talk I rem- about. But I remember city. buying it and then also letting one of my oh Zach, by viewers of the <laughs> podcast, listeners of the podcast will know who viewers Zach is, know Zach probably. Probably just because I've mentioned him a bunch, but I let him borrow it. He he loves Midland. Wasn't too. Zach the one that did the intro last episode? No, that was Will. Oh, that was Will. Never mind. Yeah, My Zach bad. Zach writes music with me. Right, right. Is yeah, he the blonde yeah. one that plays the guitar yes, for you? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. His hair is very long right now. Anyway, that's <laughs> I'm I'm getting distracted. Anyway, um, 
I let I remember letting him borrow the album after I bought it and listened to it, and I was like, "Bro, you gotta, you just gotta throw it in the in the car and the." And the is CD this let it roll and, or on the rocks? Let it roll, let it okay. roll. But and my other thing I was getting to is before Let It Roll came out, I remember being like, "Okay, these Midland people, I want to try them out," because I felt like at the time I thought they were like a slightly lesser known smaller man and they like kind of were but they not really because they had because they're problem. only yeah because they had drinking problem and i listened to the album i remember the first time i listened to it i was like this is this is okay and i remember it was like the week before my senior year started because i was doing my ap economics uh summer homework like my summer assignments and I ended up getting like D's and C's on those. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that part. <laughs> and I remember listening. To, I was trying out that album while I was listening to it, and I remember being like, "This isn't that good." And then, like two weeks later, I was like, "This is the this is the this is the stuff. This is this is the good stuff." It's weird that I started off not liking it very much. I'm not really sure why that is. No, but maybe I... maybe it's because it's just so di- they they're just so different from everything else. Especially at the the time, especially at the time, because they were one of those, like, main, like, troubadours for neo-traditional, like, because in 2019 was when it really started to come back, because you had, like, Luke Combs, John Party, and Midland all hitting this, like, this stride of, like, success and creative quality all at the same time, like, all those three albums came out within, like, three or four months of each other. It was all over the radio. So, like, yeah, at the time, they were now neo-traditional. Uh, even in 2020, like, at 2022 and stuff, um, I've definitely noticed a lot more people um, trying out that sound. The only difference I'll say is, like, I feel like there's more of a modern spin on it now that people are putting on. Um, I look yeah. at guys like Ernest and Morgan Wallen, who that sound seems to Ernest, kind of be leading the charge. And it's yeah. like, it's this modern take on a pretty traditional sound. Especially like, yeah, flower shops. Exactly. That, that one was surprisingly traditional to me. Yeah, but at the like, same time, there the seems end. to be this like modern touch to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas back in 2019, like it was all about like who can literally like, if you played this to someone, they would say it came out in 1970. Whereas yeah, yeah. now it's just like, um let's make some cool country people people i will do that to people with coulter wall like i'll be like when do you think how old do you think this guy is and when do you think this music was released yeah and and they'll always be like oh he's probably at least in his like 50s or something like that and i'll be like i'll be at the time how old is he like 25 when he like back when he like was first starting he was pretty like young i think he was like 18 or 19 but now mm. he's like 24, 25, I think. Yeah. But like still, it's like yeah, it's crazy. You know, anyway, this... no, what what were you going to say? I was just going to like ask a quick question cuz this always bugs me. How sure. would you describe cuz I'm pretty sure you know the sound I'm talking about. That okay. Ernest Morgan Wallen sound. I have a tough time putting it into <sighs> words. I always just go to my same like it's kind of like hazy, a little like yeah, that's a uh, thickly layered. I I never know. I can't find the words to describe it. Well, no, yeah, I I also don't really know how to describe it. It's that sound though. It's that sound. They also have a it's also not to me it's not just the sound but it's also like the writing style. Like yes, Morgan it's Wallen very distinct. and Morgan Wallen and Ernest songs are just very 
Morgan Wallen and Ernest. I feel like like there's I, no other. Um, but like me, when I talk to like Zach about music, I always call like Ernest and Morgan Wallen like good. I just call them the good pop country. Not yeah. that there isn't other good pop country, but like in a way, they're like the I guess neo traditional pop country. Yeah. At this point, but even then, I feel like Ernest is more traditional like than Morgan. Um, it's a mix of two subgenres, I guess. Neo <laughs> traditional mm-hmm. pop. It's it is a. Well, the thing is, I feel like sub-genre. it's more like like one or the other, because there's a lot of songs on Dangerous. I would just say is like a straight, yeah, modern spin on a traditional sound. Whereas there's other songs that are like this yeah. is a pop song. Oh, for sure. Um, I think I think that what I was saying. Yeah, it's I get what you mean. Like I get a, what you mean. I just always have a hard time pinning it down. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes there's stuff, but also they're pre- like the songs don't all sound the same. I guess that's what we're getting to because like there's Seven Summers, which is very, it just feels nostalgic. Like it sounds nostalgic. Yeah, it just that's reeks of nostalgia. And but like just how it's produced and just the instrumentation. And then, but then you also have songs like Dangerous or Wasted on You or Warning. Like, or even, uh, why can I not think of it? What's the freaking the one with like the like the what song is oh, that? Oh, Living the on, Dream? Yes, 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 yes. I can think of that. Time. <laughs> like, like that's such a weird thing to me. But the thing is, it's like I, I've gotten to the point where the, the first time I listened to it, I was like, nah, this ain't it, chief. And now yeah. after like 40 times of hearing it, I'm like, Okay. This is it, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. No, I get what you mean. It, it's interesting. But to get back on topic slightly, because um, we've kind of trailed off a little bit. Yeah, I, w- I was meaning to give my thoughts on them. Yeah, we're, t- we're talking about not. neo-traditional country. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> Here, wait, wait, wait. Real quick. Midland. I would say I'm super excited about what's happening. I'm excited that we're getting an album in May, right? May? Yes, sir. May and, 6th. Which, May... Zach Bryan and Midland, are you freaking kidding me? And don't are, don't are forget, you right? Me? Well, I mean, this is this is release season, but like, don't forget, we got Ernest this Friday. Yeah. We got Randall King coming later this month. Oh. We got Haley and Witters Haley coming Witters. later this month. We got Thomas Rhett in April. Another one I'm forgetting. We got Midland in May. We got Zach Bryan in May. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, right before summer, it always turns up because that's when people want to put out their music. Yeah. And it's, oh, yes, please. Last year was nuts. Yeah. There was, like, Thomas Rhett, Eric Church releasing three albums, Brian Kelly's whole explosion. Um, you it's know, a fun time. Actually, it's a fun time. I, f- I still feel bad about it. Or maybe not bad. Maybe that's not the best word. I've, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I need to listen to the Brian Kelly album. <laughs> <laughs> Have you still Because, because I, I mean, I've heard, like, one or two songs and maybe, like, just clips of other songs just from being on like social media and stuff like that but i have not gotten and the thing is i love beach music i love beach country music like i love i really enjoy kenny chesney's beach country i like uh i love jack johnson who isn't a country but he's very beachy um but like i just need to listen to that like really badly (laughs) yeah i get what you mean (laughs) i'm Um... really late to that game but real yeah, quick, only like a year. My, my only my only thing with this Midland album, I, I keep trying to, we keep, <laughs> we keep, my only thing with this Midland album is that I think it's 12 tracks and we've already gotten six. And I'm like, 
dang. <laughs> but they did that too with Let It Roll. But I feel like this one's more excused because. But I thought it Let was... It Roll had like, like fifteen tracks or fourteen. Yeah, but there was like seven or eight that came out beforehand. Well, maybe and I the just difference... didn't listen. The maybe difference... I just didn't listen to all the songs before. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the difference with The Last Resort is, like, it was an EP. And, like, I don't know if they always intended to make it a full album or not. Sure. But it's, but like, an should've... EP going into an album, like... And they are. I can kind of give that the pass. Whereas, let me pull up the um, Let It Roll track list. Because I know there was, like, so many songs that came out before. Uh, three, four, five, Mr. Lonely. Cheating songs and put the hurt on me all came out beforehand. I remember putting put the sorry put the hurt on me. I remember that one came out before because mm-hmm. I remember jamming out hard to it. Fast hearts and slow towns. Ugh, that one's I love that song so much. You know it. That's uh, such a good song. Playboys was early, so I guess that is only five. Actually, the more I think about it. Um, yeah, like five out of like I think there's like five fourteen, out of 14. tracks. Five out of yeah. fourteen. That like see I can be like okay there's 14 tracks on this album five is the max that I want I still get but, nine new ones but, whereas but this when, one but, yeah kind of just get, getting six you you get half you get another EP which is fine I'm not complaining I'm just it irks me just a little bit selfishly like, selfishly yeah. I want as much new Midland music as I can possibly yeah do. that's what it is it's the fact that oh we're only getting it's an album but only six of the songs are songs that I've never heard before that said though I like. Sh- I shouldn't have listened to the new song. <laughs> that said, like, it, two, three months after it comes out, that's not going to be bothering me. I'm just going to be like, dang, this is a fantastic album. Yes, I can't say the that fu- yet. The six like, songs that we have are all really good. So yeah, it's, so it's like, yeah. it's they've really got to mess this up. And I'm just interested to see where they go, because it seems like they've got a running theme. I like this whole thing. I like this join yeah. us at the last resort the the tour advertisements i like it all i think it's really cool but uh-huh. um, we got to move on or well we don't have to but we probably <laughs> should for time's sake i still got a video to edit too um zach slacking bro i do i look i'll tell you why at some at, when it fits in this podcast i will tell you why but why don't zach, we, you were telling me you got a you got a, a like a thing why don't you tell us after we talk about all the new music? Why don't we do that? Okay, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so next up is Zach Bryan. He put out From Austin. I talked mm-hmm. about it in New Music Friday. I think it's fantastic. Um, it's out now. There's another one coming out in April. I forget the name of it, but I know he's putting out another one. But uh, yeah, what, what, what are you saying with the new Zach Bryan? The first time I listened to this, I was kind of... Like, I was just caught off guard, I guess. Because, like, I wasn't expecting it to sound the way it did. Especially with the Zach Bryan we've heard in the past. Just the instrumentation, and, like, it, it kind of gets a little, like, grand, I guess. Yeah. At point parts, like, just kind of, like, in your face. and But and, but it sounds good. Like, that's not it's, negative. Yeah, I think it's the and, most, like, l- not logical, but... Um, there's a... This there's is a, a great in, evolution. Yeah, there's this is like the perfect of, sound for Nagorinsky. Is it this? It's maybe it's the second to last chorus, but there's a part where it's it's the part of the song where it like goes like kind of silent, and then he goes, "When I'm finally going to Austin," but yes. like he, but that's he, the start of the third chorus. But he I like snarls. The, he like snarls yes, when he yes, says it, yes. and it. I I like how I like you can Bro. hear it in his voice. It changes. I like it a lot. Oh, I like it's it a lot. So good, and I think like. Um, 
honestly, I think this Americana sound serves Zach way better. Like, Quiet Heavy Dreams, I feel like, was a little more, like, country. Um, sure. I think it was a little more... Um, not conforming. That's not what I'm trying to say. I think country folk is a good way to call label that album. Yeah, it has. But, it kind of has a little bit of old school folk. Yeah, and so it's vibes. more like it's gonna use like this sound and this structure, and it sounds. Yeah, it sure. sounded great by all means, but I think like him you feel, using you, maybe this, that one. Maybe that one was like more. Are you trying to say that maybe that one was more like? put in a box like he was yeah, like yeah because but th- i feel but this like, one has more room to exactly i think yeah, when he yeah, yeah. when he goes down this americana route and i know he's now working with the producer from the lumineers the og producer. i just think that is like the perfect combination because like Ooh! zach has Sorry, never been going, going. <laughs> okay zach he's... like like he is we love him in the country world but uh in general i mean his stuff is like generally more americana based so i feel like going down that route adding a horn adding a big chorus adding a sing-along bridge i think it really like um it's cool it's been really cool to see the evolution of zach over the over these last few years and even cooler knowing that like like i've been there i've been there with zach bryan from the start um Uh which it's just cool to see that because i mean there's some artists that you kind of catch them after they've blown up and it's cool and whatnot. But with Zach Bryan, it's like I was there, not like I was there, like blah, blah, blah. But, you know, like right when Deanne came out, I was there. So it's cool to see an yeah. artist like that grow. And now you've got something. You I, went, do have, I do have and something. And then you disappeared from the screen. Because you, you said the Lumineers. And I kind of babbled until you got back. I have right here, I have oh. Deluxe limited edition vinyl of the lumineers that i have not opened yet but oh that looks disc, so clean actually while we talk i'll just open it oh yeah so for listeners um jaren has just he left his seat for a moment came back and he's now holding this shiny unopened lumineers vinyl he's now opening it with a knife jaren has a knife on the ready <laughs> and he's now opening the the orange lumineers the new here, album wait, here, wait, here, deluxe wait. I, I don't know why he just has a knife on standby like that. Bro, I, I actually, I mean, look. I, the most look, dangerous these, thing these ca- I got in like. These Canadians region. wouldn't understand. Okay, you want me to. Actually, I can't. It, whatever, it doesn't. These Canadians wouldn't understand because. I don't know. It's just how I grew up. My I got two older brothers that are Boy Scouts. Pocket knives and guns have just kind of run in the family. So. The most I've dangerous got, like, thing I got with I've got a drawer full of knives carpet. right here, big boy. <laughs> what do I got a drawer full of? <laughs> anyway, anyway. I got a tripod. Well, I, gonna... I got some markers. Ain't no guns in here. <laughs> <laughs> and it, while we're on the topic of the Lubadiers, not talking about this uh, this vinyl, but yet, uh, the past couple days, we've had weird weather here around Indiana. And you probably got some of it. Did you have thunderstorms recently? Nope. No? Any rain? Nope. Really? Okay. Oh, actually, no. We got a bit of rain, actually, the one day. Yeah. Well, last the past couple of nights, we've had, like, thunderstorms. And I think we're supposed to get some tonight, too. But um, two nights ago, last, sorry. Yeah, two nights ago, it rained a bunch. And the night before, it did, too. But two nights ago, it rained a bunch. And I had left my window in my car cracked just a little bit. Just a little bit. 
and I my limited well my deluxe edition of this Lumineers album was sitting. And the thing is, it's not like a plastic. It's one of the, like the it's one of the ones that's made of like a like a like a cardboard paper material. Oh. And there's a poster inside. The thing is, the colors are fine, but now it's all like wavy and wrinkly and it's it was wet yesterday i went to the store to get to get groceries and i get in my car and i'm like oh no there's water on this seat and i look up and the window's open i'm like oh no and then i i start looking at all my cds here are are plastic covers but then there's the one that was on top which was my lumineers album so it got covered in water um I haven't checked the poster that's inside of the CD case to see if it's okay. It probably isn't. But oh, that's no. I'll cry about it. But real quick, we're going to live opening. Uh, listeners, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you'll just have to hear Evan react to this. But this is the limited Whoa! edition. Oh, my pressing. gosh. Yo, that actually looks sick, though. Yeah. Hold on. That looks like... Um... It's like a cream orange. Oh, Pretty I can't be dope. bothered. I can't be bothered to get it out, especially because listeners are Dang, just sitting there like that is the clean. Yeah, um, I have. Well, I don't have. My friend lent me. That's some nice uh, stuff right there. The Stony Vinyl by Post Malone, his first one, and it's orange and black, and it's wavy, and it's like that color, and it looks so nice. And also, it's like slightly warped, not enough to distort the sound, but just warped enough that when you like watch it spin. It's got like the wave go. Oh man. Yeah, I'm not gonna get okay. it out right now because. Um, that's that's interesting that you bring yeah. that up about warped vinyls because. Um, my, my buddy one time came over and was like, "Your your your vinyls warped" because I was listening to a vinyl while he was, over. And, and I was like, "No, it's not. My record player just does that." So any record that I play, it just kind of like wobbles a little bit. None of my, because none of my vinyls are actually warped. It's weird. I don't know what it is. It's like a, something about it is a little off. Mm-hmm. It plays, it plays the records fine. There's no like, so hopefully it's not damaging anything. But anyway, what are we? Zach Bryan. <laughs> we were talking about Zach Bryan. We got we on the We've been getting off topic a lot this episode, <laughs> but it's all good. It's been good discussion. Zach Bryan's working with the Lumineers. The song is from Austin. Me and Jaren both love it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and so, before... Or not before. Because uh, we have one more piece of music, and then you wanted to bring one as well. Um, Death Row. Sorry, I had no transition there. We're going to move on from Zach Bryan <laughs> to the latest uh, installment, the latest pre-release from... The Thomas Rhett album that comes out in like three weeks now. It's coming up. So this is probably the last taste we're going to get beforehand. Uh, it is Death Row featuring Tyler Hubbard and Russell Dickerson. I freaking adore this song. I reviewed it quite highly. You said earlier this week, though, that you had something you wanted to bring. And I wasn't sure if that was in like a negative or positive way. But the way you said it, I feel like you got a bit of a hot take brewing. I don't know if it's a hot take. We can we'll call it a lukewarm take, I guess, because I think I told you uh, when we talked on Sunday that mm-hmm. <clears throat> I I was on YouTube and the the music video for this song showed up in my recommended. I was like, oh, I should just listen to this. I'll watch the music video, so I watched it, 
it's a pretty basic music video. I'm not like complaining about it, but the what I want to talk about is the well in the music video, it they're just like sitting on stools and playing guitars and singing. It's not even like it's not like a creative like music video that involves a prison or anything like that. But whatever, I don't care. Um, the song itself was cool. It's cool, and I think it's a really good concept. Like actually, and I don't hate it. I don't. Want to, I want to make it clear. I think it's a. I think it's a solid song. Mm-hmm. Like. It was a little underwhelming to me, I guess, because I I thought it'd be really cool. You can definitely argue the sentiment carries it. Yeah, yeah, I understand, and I would say that the sentiment makes it a good song, because to me, the the lyrics aren't... It feels just kind of pandering, I guess, to me. Uh, I understand that it's it's based on their experiences from visiting the prison, but to me, it would have been really cool if they took that experience... And then made a, made a story out of it, even if the story wasn't real. Um, I'm That being said, I'm sure plenty of people really like this song. And I don't think it's bad. Uh, I think it sounds yeah. okay. It's not like... I just don't think it's... I wish I liked it as much as other people. I just think it's okay. I don't... <laughs> yeah, I don't want to, uh, like, argue you or be like, you're wrong, bro. Like, I'm, I'm reading the lyrics, and I think, like... It's... Um, I think it progresses quite well. I mean, it starts out with Thomas just saying, like, hey, me and my buddies went to... I've listened to it a couple times And then Tyler Hubbard talks about Johnny. He gives us a bit of insight about Johnny. Yeah. And then... It it just felt a little awkward to me sometimes. I don't know. Interesting. I I don't don't really know where you get that, but... Well, I think... Obviously... It was maybe maybe going into it. I didn't have expectations, but it wasn't what I was expecting. I guess. I don't. I was know not how expecting else to... a song like this from Russell Dickerson and Tyler. I can tell you that much. I was expecting this to be some corny, sure, bland, sure, overdone pop song. So. Yeah, I don't. It's hard to describe how I feel about it. I. I, it just I, I get like, what you mean. There are some songs. It felt I like it was. To it felt like are... they were trying really hard to feel, uh, to make you feel a certain way, and to me, it comes off a little disingenuous, uh, just a little bit. Interesting. Maybe. maybe that's how I feel. I think that's how I feel. Like I said, I don't think it's a bad song. Honestly, I think it's good. I just, it's weird. I don't know. No, but that's how it works. Some song, like I mean, there are some songs that everyone loves, and I'm just kind of there, like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, uh, then you wanted to bring one more that was also <laughs> featured in yeah. New Music Friday. That yeah. is the latest pre-release yeah. from Cole Swindell's upcoming yeah. album featuring Hardy, Down to the Bar. I talked pretty negatively uh, for a very short period of time about it on New Music Friday. Jaron has his head in his hands at the moment. <laughs> I've got a couple. Um, so let open up the floodgates. Let's hear it. What are well, you saying? Well, first, first, I had a couple people message me and tell me to listen to this album or not album, this song, and I was like, uh, I don't want to, and and so I did yesterday, and uh, for I, I got a couple things to say. I don't. I maybe I haven't actually. I thought I'd heard Cole Swindell before. I don't know. Are you going to say it sounds like Dirk Bentley? He sound No. Because well, oh. well, I yes. forgot to mention that in yes. New Music Friday. But it, yeah. if you 
didn't no, it, tell me who this was. The, at several points in time, I would say that's yes. Dirk Bentley. So, so first off, he sounds like Dirk Bentley for the majority of this song. Like, mm-hmm. almost exactly like him. It's weird. Like, it's actually It's very weird. close. It's like, it's so close that you can tell that it's not him, but it also sounds so much like him that you're just uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and I haven't even talked about the lyrics. Thank you. Yet. I forgot. To, I and, That's one thing after I posted the video. I was like, I forgot to talk about that. Yeah. And then also, it's not even just his voice. The song sounds like, it just sounds like, um, dead. What's his, what's his song with Hardy? Um, Dirk's song with Hardy and Breland, I think. Oh, beers on me. It kind of sound, just sounds like beers on, beers on, beers on me. Yeah, Hardy's kind of gone back like, to his just like from negative Sonic... Midas touch lately. <laughs> where he's just like I don't, but I don't think Hardy did. Hardy write this song. Oh, I'm pretty sure he did. It, <sighs> it sounds like a Hardy. Song. Well, he knows what he's doing because he's throwing his trash songs to the people. Like, like just he's just throwing them out there. <laughs> like anyone uh, can not... get the trash Hardy songs. Yeah. You know, I it's, I am. I'm not weird. gonna lie. I and... talked pretty like positively. Like I had a beacon of hope for hardy when he uh put out like sold out on his instagram i'm really gonna need him to come through on that yeah because like i (laughs) i was a big hardy supporter from the beginning i i there was no way i could not call it as it was with hickstape 2 but now that he's going back to this like his next solo thing better be good or it's not gonna age well for him i don't think I don't think I'm worried. I'm not worried about his solo stuff. I think I think his features on other people's tracks are different cuz I don't think he actually really cares about that cuz it's not his song, you know? Like it's not his song. Like he might have he might have written it or whatever, but it's not like his album. It's not Yeah. I think everything that he's put out on his own to date is pretty good. Even even like I know people don't like blurry his cover of puddles and mud song i am i love rock so that song is just good like it just is i don't (laughs) if you don't if you don't like rock then i completely understand that or maybe you're just not as big into it as i am but like i'm not too worried about it uh i would be surprised i guess if if his music was this uh little effort um it's, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Is like little effort. Yeah. It just feels very like passionless. Like I feel like I'm sorry. I feel like I could sit down and write half of Hicks tape in 20 minutes. That's yeah. an exaggeration, but I genuinely bet I could write a song that is of practically equal quality to most uh-huh. of Hicks tape two in 90 minutes. I bet yeah. I could. You know the weird thing about this song. What? Uh, is that it sounds to me it sounds well for one he sounds kind of like Dirks and the other thing is that it kind of sounds like Beers on Me to, to me we should specify just because we talked about Hardy for a while we're saying Cole Swindell sounds like yeah yeah sorry yeah and the, 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 the weird thing is that I don't hate Beers on Me <laughs> like I think it just I think it for some reason down to the bar just feels like a weird like why does Cole Swindell sound like him why does the song sound like him? It's and just why weird. is Hardy it's why is Hardy on both of these great. songs? Yeah. And And Braylon, speaking of Braylon, bro, he put out so, 
praise God with Thomas Rhett. That's oh, a have disaster. A, I haven't. I haven't heard it. Talk to me. What, it's what's a it? disaster. I mean, like, <laughs> basically, imagine, like, he practically completely rips off where you at. Like, this sounds like a hip-hop version of Hardy's Where You At. Really? But just, it's now talking about praise God for Southern women and stuff. And it's like, man, man, this ain't it at all. Hmm. At all. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of talking about bad music, so let's uh, continue. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough talking about trash. Let's talk about something hype. I'm going to share my story about why I am dog-tired right now, why I'm wearing a hat, because I took a shower right before recording this, because um, I was sweating. And that's because I went to my first and last high school basketball game tonight. Oh. I say last because it was the championship game. And granted, like, right? What do you mean? Is it? Oh crap! How does that? Like, uh, do you like re like sectionals? Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, like like this is our because we have state. Okay, because we have like state championships, but you don't have states; you have provinces. So. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not pro. It's based on like your district. Like, okay, okay, that's what. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so, um, I kind of got stiff though, cause like, you know, grade nine. I never went to basketball games. Grade 10, COVID hit. Mm -hmm. um, grade 11, there was nothing. And then grade yeah. 12, you couldn't spectate until, like, the start of February. There was no visitors wow. allowed. Oh, I shouldn't be surprised. We're in Canada, yep. Um, but then also, I went to go to the – I wanted to go to the semifinals, but I had to work. But the finals were tonight, and it was – crazy i feel like i'm in some high school musical the way this game went like first of hey, all wait, hey hold up hold up hold up you have you seen high school musical yes but i forget what it's about because <laughs> i mean i just feel like a corny movie character okay okay okay, okay everything okay. went You're, like a script yo bro my life is a movie <laughs> my life's a movie yeah shut up all right, all right. <laughs> anyways um i showed up nice and early because the junior team was playing before but no one cares about the juniors um, yeah, that's right. But I just wanted to get front row seats, and I was Wait, saving juniors, like, like nine, junior 10, high, grade, grade nine, ten. Okay, the JV. Okay, gotcha. and then seniors, to... eleven, twelve. Okay, gotcha. Um, so showed up nice and early, watched the entire junior game with my buddy Nick, um, and then shout out to Nick, shout out Nick, and then uh, Shrinikesh, bro, Shrini's a hero. In so many ways. What? what, what? He, he, no, say the... Shrinikesh. Is, is he from... Wait, wait, wait. Is he from Sri Lanka? No. <laughs> well, the only reason um, I say that is because I have family that's like from there, so they have names uh, that are kind of... Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no. Anyway. Shrini, Shrini is a hero for so many reasons. Uh, and then my friend Umar, he came uh, right at the start of the senior game. We saved a spot for him, front row, on the home team side, and... It was a crazy game, right? First of all, some context. There is a kid on the other team who is grade nine. This guy <laughs> has been on sports shows. He's like ranked number five in the country. He's grade yeah. nine playing on the senior team. Got, and he dropped got, like 45 points on us tonight, okay? They got an NBA player on there. Bro, team. it was a, like... An NBA prospect. I mean. Oh my gosh, it was nuts. Like... You're grade nine. What? Anyways, so game starts, 
And there was also one guy with like a brutal hairline, but that's unimportant. Um, (laughs) The game game starts Uh. and we're up 28 to six. Okay. In the second quarter, like it is a blowout. And there was this one time kid on our team, Andrew, he went up and just dunked on the prospect grade nine kids so hard. Everyone freaks out. And the best part, right, is me and my friends were in the front row. So like, you yeah, get to... it's, it's like the Joe Rogan meme with the exactly, bro. That's that's what we're doing. <laughs> Where he puts his arms out, and it's that, the, that's the, exactly the what we're doing, right? He goes up <laughs> to dunk, and we're just like, hold it back, hold the line, <laughs> and then um. Anyways, the game gets going, and it's a good freaking game, but we're leading like twenty points with like four minutes left, and then suddenly somehow there's like thirty seconds left, and it's like a five point game. And it's getting tense, right? And you're about to choke. That's what yeah, like. yeah. That's what we're getting worried about. We're like, no, 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 no. But we missed seven free throws in the last ninety seconds. Bruh. Like your team, your team was we literally were, choking. We were choking so hard, and then with like, oh, they inbounded it with fifteen point two seconds left. I can remember this. Okay, with eight seconds left, their grade nine kid tosses up this wickedly contested three from pretty much the half court, drains it, tie game, (laughs) right? The room just goes silent, and it is, like, it is packed. Like, the way our gym's laid out, one side... Was it a home game? Yes, yes, it's at our school, right? Oh, okay. And so the whole, the way our gym's laid out is the one side has bleachers, that's, like, 12 rows, and then that is completely packed. Like, I am squished. And then even then, at all the entrances, it's just completely full. Like, lined up around the court, anywhere, like, but on the court. Like, there was hardly any room outside the lines. It was busy. But the room just went quiet, except for the freaking bench. Because this grade 9 just dropped, like, his 45th point with 8 seconds left. A half court to tie the game. And then, bro, we get the ball and we go charging down. And freaking Andrew, the guy that got the dunk on him earlier, he just uh-huh. goes charging up the court. And he goes up for a layup against four players, okay? Yo, like, okay, I have the okay. video. Uh, the, pretty much the entire team, this guy goes up against the layup. He's getting hit in all sorts of directions. And as he's coming down, he tosses it up and it goes in. Uh-huh. Everyone goes. Hey yo, hold up! Nuts. I just thought of something. You were saying yeah. that you had the shower after. You're telling me you sweat this much watching. A oh, bro, game? it was intense. <laughs> it was, bro. Not even that, but like when that shot went in, we stormed the court. We're like, okay. the game's not I even figured. over yet. I figured. But we so are you're... freaking out, <laughs> losing our minds. Someone, I'm gonna send you a video. Someone in okay, the back okay. row got this you great have to, video of it. You might have to try to put the video. Might try to put the video in, but maybe. Oh it's a separate my video. gosh! We could, we could probably when upload the, it as a separate clip. Anyway, continue. Maybe like when that happened, bro. Everyone free, and then with like they got two seconds left. They're down by two. So technically, if they land a three, or a buzzer beater, it's over. And so we're like, bro. Guard 23, don't let this grade 9 get anywhere near the ball. Because he could literally, like, boot it and it yeah. go in. And the guy got it, and I guess their teammate just had a brain fart. Because when, when they inbounded it, he tried to pass it up the court, but there's two seconds left. 
And then we intercepted the pass and everyone stormed the court. One of the greatest moments of my high school career. And I wasn't even on the team. I, we, were just, we were just hype men. I'm sorry. I wasn't even on the team. I, that was a great quote, honestly. <laughs> One of the greatest moments of my high school career. And I wasn't even on the team. <laughs> it was so good though. Because we were just, me and my buddies, right? We're, we're a bit of a pain in the butt sometimes. And we were just being hype men, right? Like, we were heckling. We were doing everything. You know, any yeah. insult was coming from our direction. Um, some grandma grabbed my shoulder and started giving me a death stare. But it's not my <laughs> fault, okay? Wait, what? Because, like, like she, no, they, she went so like this? They go, to, they go to inbound the ball, right? And they're standing right in front of us. So just, like, jokingly, because I have yeah. to, because the guy's standing right there. It's their all-star guy, right? I just, sure. like, jokingly acted like I was going to smack his butt, right? Because I uh, had to. Okay. And this grandma, bro, the row right behind, just grabs me <laughs> and gives Wait. me this death stare, right? Like, as if that's her grandson, which I'm like, first of all, it's not. But, like, she just looks at me. She's like, and I just said, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and she just kept looking at me. And I was like, Bruh. bro, what? And eventually I just shrugged my shoulder off and turned around. Like, that's you ain't going to. But, it, it, oh, man. Anyway, so that that's my story. That's why I'm very tired. Okay, that's why I took a shower. I'm sending you that video. It was one of the bro. We free ah ah. It was so good. (laughs) And with that, oh, unless you're gonna add something, I figured you'd like that because you like basketball. Well, I do like basketball. It makes me want to watch basketball. I just (laughs) it's been it's been a while since I've been in like a close, serious game like that. Oh, it was it was crazy, especially since it's for the championship too. So it yeah. was crazy. Anyways, now that that's out of the way, we're going to do a new segment. We're going to try something out. Jaron brought this idea to me the other day, and I thought it's actually pretty cool. Uh, we don't have a name for it yet. So by all means, drop name ideas down below in the comments. Send us a message. Yeah. Uh, and Jaron, since this is obviously like you introducing it, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. explain how this goes. I'll explain. I'll explain. So... Uh, about a week ago, I thought of this idea. I was like, it'd be cool if we had some kind of like little, just like informal, casual, like kind of little like quiz game show where we might learn a- more about some artists and it could just be a fun little thing. So I was like, why don't I just kind of pull up some Wikipedia pages and I'm going to give Evan, Evan's got, I think we're going to go with three guesses. Is mm-hmm. that it? And, and basically, I'm gonna give him some facts off of a Wikipedia page, just some little tidbits, and he's gotta he's got he he's gotta guess who the person is. So play along with us, obviously. Yeah, Try yeah, and make yeah, your yeah. guesses who you think it is. And so I'm worried. I'm... No, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say I'm worried you're gonna pick some like big name, and I'm just gonna have I... a massive brain fart. I will say that. Well, I won't say anything. Anyway, I know this person, right? I know this artist. You know all, all. I've picked three. I picked okay. three because I don't know how long this is gonna take. We might do all three. We might only do one. It just kind of depends on yeah. how long this takes. But like I know um, these people definitely. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, okay. I, I when we if we play this again, I will probably, I probably <laughs> if I I will probably not. No, well, I might occasionally throw in a curveball, but I probably won't like, you know, I won't make it too hard. Um, so tentatively, this is going. This is called. Jaron reads facts off a Wikipedia page, and Evan has to guess what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it. All right. All right. All right. First hint. So Let's see. For it. this, for this first one, this is. I'll. I'll uh, 
I think... I think we'll start with this. I'm looking at the page here. And I'll say this. This person was on TV. So that I think that narrows it down a little bit, right? She was on a yes. show. Like she, a reality show. She was on a show? I, I did just say she, and okay. I did not mean to. Okay. That's, big hint. That, uh, that was a big hint. But there, this could be a couple. There's a, there's, this could be... A couple. So I feel like that was a pretty big hint. Um, yep. Do you want to go ahead and try for a guess? Use up one of your three, or should I keep going? Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Keep okay. Going. okay. Um, let's do... Well, okay, I'm going to give you the age. Ooh, this person. Okay. This person is 27. Oh, so they're younger. Uh-huh. I might have just made it really easy for you. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. We'll see. I'm, I'll, I'll give you one more fact, but I'm going to try I'm going to have to make this one a little bit harder. Um. Ooh, ooh I, I could be good. I don't know. Would that give it away? I think okay. I might have a guess, but I want to get one more hint in. Okay, this could okay, derail okay. Everything I have right I now. I will say this. They have dated another celebrity at one point i don't want to say who it is because that might just give it away completely so you got a guess okay um i almost want to say i'm just trying to think of like people that i'm pretty sure competed, I feel like on, competed on award shows You'll get this. I'm tempted to say Lauren Elena. Yeah, you got it. I, yeah. I, that, that's I the not, one main from that's yeah. from American Idol, right? I should. Well, she's I one think, of the big stars no, from that show. Actually, she was on. She was on. Well, I know she did Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I know she did. Sorry, yeah, she did do American Idol. Because that's like where she's one of the people I remember when I think like American Idol people that went to success. I think she was on when. I think she was on American Idol around when Scotty was, or am I remembering that incorrectly? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it was around that time. Because the people I think when I think American Idol, I think Scotty McCreary, I think yeah. Lena, Lauren Elena, and I think, um, oh gosh darn it, why am I blanking? Lane Hardy, he was on there, I believe. Yes, Lane Hardy was Ooh. on there, and I was actually really interested in him, because the music that I saw him perform, I was like, yo, this guy, this guy can can kill it and then i started and then i heard some of his music that he like actually makes and i'm like eh. yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah it's music all right let's do it number two one. number two um i gotta make it a little bit harder because i kind of gave that one away especially the when she was she. a massive hit yeah, right yeah, away yeah yeah i made i uh, i made a mess there this one might be a little hard for me to make it hard for you okay um but I'm I'm challenging That's already myself. A hint. Yeah, it it is. Um, let's do this. Oh no, I can't do that. That's too easy. I'll just I'm just gonna say this is a blanketed thing, and this might this might make it really easy for you. Um, I think the third artist will be the hardest one. This the big artists are really hard because I feel like everybody knows everything about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this, uh, 
his business practices are just kind of like, huh. And I know I just said his, so you know it's a it's a man, it's a male. Um, he hit hit the the way he goes about things is a little polarizing. I'll say that. I feel like that's um, vague enough to maybe not like give you an idea who it is, but I guess it depends on how much you know about this person. Polarized. Um, I'll give you another one. Um, I don't know if you know this, but if you do know this, I think if you don't know this, you'll just be like, huh? But if you do... It'll give it away. It'll give it away, you know? So I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Uh, after our election in 2020, at the inauguration of Joe Biden, he performed, this person performed Amazing Grace on January 20th. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! There, who was that? Uh. Oh, no! Because I remember seeing something about this, but who mm -hmm. was it? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you think about it just for a little bit. And then, uh, uh, right. Um. Okay. I'm gonna look at. I know there's someone listening right now, screaming at me. Yeah. Like, you idiot! It's this person. The thing is, I I gotta try to make this one hard because otherwise uh, you're just gonna. Can you give me like a place of birth or something, or would that give? I'm about to do that actually. Okay. I feel like this those person. Basic facts. I'll give you a basic. F I'll give you kind of two, two and one, I guess. They were born in. I'll I'll say they. I'll say state. They were born in Oklahoma, and they went to Oklahoma State University. Oh no. So that's that's I'll, I'll uh, that's three hints. See, like I I have I have guesses, but I I'm not gonna like. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna Google if they ten. went to like said place because I feel like that would just be cheating. All right, Evan, I'm gonna um, slowly count to ten. All right. This is going to be wrong, but... you Yeah, just guess. Jason... No, 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 no. He's not, not okay. He's not, no, no, no. Take that That's back. not your guess. Okay. He is not blue. He would not sing at Biden's inauguration. Um, <laughs> you're, you're... That's actually a really good point. You I was thinking political that. people, but I was like, wait, yeah. wrong politics. Um, I'm leaning back for my mic. I hope I haven't been too quiet lately. Who's, I like, pretty I'm outspokenly left-wing? I don't know if ooh, I'd focus ooh, too much. Oh, is it? Okay. This is annoying me because I know I've seen something like this. I this feel is, like it might have uh, been one of those, like, one of them Appalachian guys. But, all right, you got to hurry up. <laughs> I'm going to run Sturgill Simpson. Nope. Oh, dang it. Oh, it wait. was Garth Brooks. Oh, pfft, nope, wouldn't have got that. Oh, I should have given you. You're supposed to. You took forever, so you only get. Yeah, one no, guess. I I didn't deserve another. Garth guess. Brooks. My other Garth guess is gonna be Tyler Childers because I'm I, pretty. So pretty I like let me explain what the biz, what I meant with the business thing. Oh, bro, that's yeah. Know? No, it makes perfect sense. Because, yeah, like, because like he's, he does his own and everything. Yeah, and like, then it also took him like five years to come out with his newest album, and it's like. Yeah, no, that that those were what good. Are you doing? Oh man, that inauguration one's bugging me. Yeah, I. I was kind of banking on you, like, knowing about it, but not, like, really knowing it, you know? Because I remember also, I, seeing something. Ugh. I don't know if Garth is necessarily, like, super political. I feel like he's, he wants to give off the image of he's, like, more neutral, if that makes yeah. sense. 
He's so like, he'd Look, be willing I love to... everyone, but yeah, if you're going to pay me money, I'll side with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that last one. That was disappointing from right. my part. That was last one. I personally don't actually know very much about this person at all. And I'm going to try not to say their gender because I've done that for the past two. I'm not going to um, try and say her gender. Don't. I'm not. You can't get me with that. All right. Um, uh, this might be a little hard for me just because I don't know. I can't. I don't have anything to pull from my own brain here. Mm. Um, and I can't. Okay. You know what? I will say this. Um, they are from. I was gonna Canada. say, start me off with the state. What? Yeah, they're from Canada. Ooh. Um. This would be a good one. Um, they at one point they worked with producer Dave Cobb. I'm hoping that you don't know that. <laughs> I have some ideas forming. Okay. I have um, some. But, oh, but did they work with Dave Cobb, or am I just dreaming? And they have released... Mm-mm, should I do that? I'll give you, like, four hints, so this will be the third one. Um, they've released... Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think I just counted that right. They've released ten albums. Okay, that gets rid of a few of my... Yeah, 10 albums, and I think I know what I want my last hint to be, so let me really quickly, I need to look something up, just to, just to like, make sure I'm, okay, and my favorite song by them is called, mm, I don't know if that would give that, it away. That'd give it away. What it, but it's not, I don't think it's that big, but you're Canadian, so I wonder. No, try it. Is your choice what hints you want to give me? I, but the thing is, it's not like a... Ten albums, though. That's beefy. Um, okay, I'll just say this. My favorite song by them has the word cavalry in it. As in... I'm getting thrown off because when you say them, I, I just think of, like, a group. Them. I will say that it is... Well, technically they probably are a group, but it is uh, headed by one person. So... I'm looking Ooh. for just a name, not a not like a blank Ooh, band. That should be a dead giveaway, but I'm not onto anything. My brain cells should be firing rapid right now at that. I think it's kind of like how Cody Johnson has his yeah. band, but he's like the you know, it would be that equivalent, the Canadian equivalent maybe. All right, I'm gonna need an answer in like. I don't think you would. I think Blue Rodeo has too many albums, but I'm just going to throw Blue Rodeo out there. But no, you said it was a name. I I don't know who that is. I'll give you another guess. I have no Uh, idea who that is. uh, uh, uh. Dean Brody doesn't have 10 albums. Five, four, three, two. James Barker Band. I uh, no, I don't know who that Frick. is either. <laughs> That's, I'm just thinking of Canadian it's, groups. All right, I'm gonna tell you. Core Blund. What? <laughs> <laughs> the song that I was gonna say was "I Wanna Be in the Cavalry." Uh, Bro, you know that? I you know literally went. Nah. <laughs> all I'm gonna say. All I'm gonna say. 
I tried to play smart here, okay? Uh-huh, yeah. And I was like, Corb Lund. How many albums uh -huh. does Corb Lund have? Yeah, I so went I on to Wikipedia. So I whipped him up on... I whipped him up... This ain't fair. I counted 11 on Corb Lund. And so I thought, man, that's close. That's close. But... Oh, oh bro. It might, oh, it might be because... Well, on you... On... On I counted from Wikipedia. Yeah. On Spotify, he has a deluxe album that shows up twice. Mm, bro, um, my mind immediately went to Corblund as well, but like, yeah, I don't ah, <laughs> that one's bugging me. That one's because I had him. All right, frick you to the <laughs> highest degree. With that. I thought that, that was funny. Sorry. Oh man, we we gotta run that back. We gotta run that we back are, soon. And uh, I'm gonna come it, prepared. I'm gonna like surf some Wikipedia yeah. pages, maybe inform myself on some artists. Viewers, that, let us know what you thought. Let us know any tweaks you would make, any name suggestions you have, anything like yeah. that. Um, if you wanted to be like, throw this one at Evan, he'll never guess this one. And if I'm being honest, I probably I should for a future. This is like a trial episode. If we do this in the future, I'm gonna prepare a little bit more to get some so that I'm not yeah, trying yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kinda have the right facts on the go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. So that we're so, not waiting for me to do things like that. Um with that, we are going to move on to to everyone's favorite segment. Um yeah. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to power through this. We already had an hour. It's <laughs> um, alright. We we used to do like hour and a half long episodes. Yeah. Um <laughs> it is uh well well it is what are we listening to? So uh Jaron, would you like to go first or second? Uh, you can ask me what I'm listening to. I'm okay with that. All right. What are you listening um, to, Jaron? I I'm listening to a pretty cool, pretty cool EP called "Songs to Break Up To." Ooh. Now you might that you might think after hearing that, like, "Wow, Jaron, how depressed are you to be listening to an EP on repeat called "Songs to Break Up To"?" <laughs> I'm not that depressed. I'm just always sad. I'm kind of like the Hulk. <laughs> like, he's always angry, you know? You wouldn't yeah. get that reference unless you've seen enough. Avengers. I understand that Hulk's always kind of ticked off. Okay, okay, all right, whatever. This dude this dude doesn't watch movies. Everybody make fun of him. Anyway, this, uh, uh, this EP was interesting for me because actually uh, I had to go back and forth between a couple different things because I wasn't sure what I wanted to bring to this segment. And how the journey to me getting here was a little weird, and I'm not, I don't even really remember how I did it. <laughs> um, at one point, it's a, the band, I should say, the band is called Wild Rivers. It's a, it's a group. And let me look this up. Um, they're very, they're kind of in my wheelhouse. And by that, I mean, some of their music is pretty chill in the vein of like, I would say Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves, although less flashy and glamorous, more acoustic. Um, also, Sierra Eagleson, Jesse Gosling, all that other kind of stuff. But it's a little bit more rocky. It's hard to... It's just in my chill area, <clears throat> the stuff I, I get really that. like. Um, uh, but how I found them, I honestly can't remember. But I do know that if I had to guess... I was probably listening to an album and a song by them auto played, and I was like, "Oh, I kind of like this." So I say I probably saved one of their albums, 
Oh yeah, I remember. I saved their. They have a 2016 album, a song off album. of it. Yeah, there's a song off of it called "Heart Attack" that I liked, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna check these guys out." And so then I was like, for some reason, I didn't listen to that album, even though that's the the song that I heard was off of that album. Don't ask me why. I listened to their newest album that came out. At, Fire like, album cover though. Great album which, cover on that. Which one? Which one? Sidelines. Yeah, I really like it, actually. That's a cool um, I almost brought that album. But while I was listening to that album, I was like, I want to check out this EP, too. And so I checked out this EP that came out in 2020, which is really, it's an interest, because this is kind of like, one of, it's, one of, it's one of those albums, or, sorry, not albums. It's one of those EPs. It's a, one of those collections of songs that came out during COVID and stuff. So it's kind of interesting. I like hearing the music that bands or artists release during that year because mm-hmm. a lot of times it, it has yeah it all sometimes it has a different vibe sometimes it doesn't necessarily but this one is very i think there's a reason why they released this it's very like just the title like the title of the ep songs to break up to like it's just about right away it's about conflict and dealing with emotion and relationships and i think it's really cool and the very first song is called left off and it's about where these people left off kind of and it's kind of sad and it when they sing it it kind of feels like they're just tired i guess Mm -hmm. which i can relate to and it's just like man i really like it this i really I think I really like this EP because it has a really good sense of direction, like a really good sense of like, Mm. this is what these songs are meant for this. And it feels like they all belong together. Yeah. Cause the second one is about awkwardness and relationships. And it's about, (laughs) it's called small talk and it's, it's about how they don't actually really care and like stuff like that. And it's, it's kind of funny and it's a little like tongue in cheek sometimes. And it's, I highly recommend that one. It's called Small Talk. And then there's the fifth track called Thinking About Love. And that one is very, very good. Best song on the album, probably. Uh, I think it's just a... Sorry. EP. <laughs> I, need to, I need to make sure I call it an EP. It's only six tracks. And all all six of them, I think, are really good. Um, album art on this one, I also really like. It gives me, like just the way it's shot and like it's been like desaturated so that it's like and it's not quite black and white it's like gray and cream it's like two-toned yeah and i really really like it um but small talk and thinking about love are like the vibes off of this one i really like it and uh looks cool i would also recommend their other stuff because I haven't heard anything that I don't like, but this EP is really good. Nice. Anyway, Evan, what I've are you it. listening to? So I had a bit of a struggle choosing what I wanted to bring this week because there is an album that I've been listening to uh, quite a bit that I do really enjoy, an older album, but I think I'm going to bring that another week because I think this week, just with all that's uh, happened... Yeah, this has more of a story to tell. So I actually, I also actually ran into the same issue because I was also thinking about bringing an album from my childhood, and I was like, "Eh, I'll do that later." 
<laughs> yeah. So what were we hunting? So, um, basically some backstory. So I got a few vinyls this week. I got three vinyls that were just given to me all within like two days, and I was like, "Hey, that's kind of cool." Oh. So the first of which. Oh. Wait, hold up. By the way, guys, Evan had a birthday last week. Oh yeah, it was my birthday last Sunday. Your boys. Tell him happy birthday, or I'll fight you. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I forgot to, so. Don't worry, guys. I beat myself. It's all good. My birthday was kind of bad. <laughs> I can't lie. But anyways. Um, <laughs> bro, I Sorry. literally just had a shift of work and then came home and did law homework. Well, I mean, that's how... Look, bro, I... Not to get off topic, but really quickly. Like, my birthdays, a lot of times I'm not home. I'm, like, volunteering at, like, summer camp, so I don't even really have a birthday. Really. Yeah. I usually just go out to dinner with my family, and it's like, eh. And then my parents might... Or my sibling. If, like, people might give me things. Yeah, so, um, my mom, mom, lovely woman, I love my mm-hmm. mom, Mrs. but she Overshore. has some weird hobbies, interests, <laughs> I don't know, she loves going on this thing, it's an online auction in our area, where basically, this <clears throat> auction gets things that didn't sell, and then auction from different stores and different distributors, and then auctions them off. So, especially when it comes like, tech parts and stuff, it can actually be pretty handy. Like, you can get earbuds for, like, $2 and stuff. Um, Okay. So, she got me this vinyl. Um, Is it right here? If not, I'm not gonna... um... Okay, I don't know where it is. Evan's being a stupid dummy and can't find his vinyl yeah, right now. I'm not going to take the time to dig for it. Anyways, by a girl named Griff. Uh, she bought it because it was $1, had no clue who it was or what the kind of music was, and was like, hey, I know you got a vinyl player. Um, and it is not my type of music at all. I, I, I strongly <laughs> dislike it. No offense to I've, Griff, it's like super is, electronic, is it, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, techno, this is not... pop, right? And so that's not where I thought this was going. <laughs> that's not what I'm bringing. Um, wait, real quick, is it just G R I F F? Yeah. Okay. What album is it? I think it's her only one. Uh. Unless she has multiple. One foot in front. Is it like a white and black thing? Like yep. on a kind of a cool okay, cover. Yeah. I can't lie. One foot in front of the other. I kind of like it. Yeah. Anyway, but what is the album? Anyway, it's not my style at all. So that's not what I'm bringing. Then my brother. He. There was a garage sale or something in his area, so he got me two vinyls. And one of them was an Eric Clapton vinyl. Very cool. Ooh, that I have to get there you to. go. Also not what I'm bringing. What I am bringing is one that was slightly water damaged, um, just like yours. Oh, but God. That, it's I actually... It's... A part of me died, bro. <laughs> I can imagine. It's I... actually on the turntable right now. Viewers can see. I've got it there. And it is... It's a cool one that I had no clue who this was or anything. It is Moon Dance by Van Morrison. Oh, I you, have <clears throat> you added a song from this album into the playlist. I did. Yeah, and I, it's I a had good. never heard of Van Morrison, never heard of Moon Dance, never heard any of these songs, but I just got it, and my dad came down and he was like, "Where did you get the Van Morrison vinyl?" And I was like, oh, Blake, my brother gave it to me. He's like, 
that's my favorite album of all time. <laughs> and I'm that's... like, very random, but like, really? And he's like, yeah. And then he said how like, he had this on his, um, what were they called? Not Walkets, but like, um. Oh, uh, Walkman? Sony Walkman? Yes. Gosh. He had it a, on Such a cassette. young kid. <laughs> and he would play it through his Walkman when he went camping and stuff. And he said he had a teacher that would always play Van Morrison songs on Friday afternoons. And so it's called Moondance. It, uh, how many songs? Are there? I think there's 10 songs. And it's just a really cool album. It's labeled as rock. It's from that hippie era. So it's um also uh, quite a bit of folk, even some jazz at times. There's times where I'm listening. I'm like, this is just some straight rhythm and blues jazz. Um, but it's just a cool album to like throw on. Very, um, I need to like, I, I wasn't alive, obviously, but I kind of feel like I'm reminiscing on like the 60s even though I was nowhere near alive in the 60s. Um, Moondance, the title track, uh, is the first one I heard because my dad was like, you got to put on Moondance first, and I did. And it's a big vibe. I love the use of piano. Um, yeah. Just a big groove. The other... What, was Moondance the one you added, I think? I maybe? believe so. The yeah, other yeah. one was Into the Mystic. It's... Man, it's just cool. Like, I, I don't know, I've listened to it, like, a few times now on vinyl, um, so I don't know it in and out like I do most albums that I, I like to typically, when I bring an album, like, know everything about it. This mm -hmm. one, I, I've just kind of thrown on and listened to, um, half, not half-heartedly, like, I didn't care, but just, like, I was, while doing other stuff, um, so I don't, I can't come on and say, like, man, like, this, 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 this. but it's just, like, it's a smooth listen it's a cool listen. I love that old instrumentation. Also, the yeah. vinyl is a little worn down, so it's got a little more crackle when I play it. And it's just cool. And I think especially, like, like this would have been, like, not meaningless to me because, like, you know, my brother sent me two vinyls out of nowhere. Like, that's a cool little gift. Um, but it adds so much, like, interest and intrigue yeah. when my dad comes in. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's my favorite album ever. And I'm like, first yeah. of all, then how did you never show me this? But anyways, yeah, Van Morrison, Moon <laughs> Dad's Dance. gotta, Dad, what the heck? Holding out Dad, on Dad, what you doing? Um, very <laughs> cool album, and that is what I brought this week. Now, I would say two pretty solid, two pretty solid recommendations, because yeah. I have heard Moon Dance because Evan added it to the playlist. And it's play. I I've listened to the playlist a couple times since then, and it's a vibe. So it, 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 that, it, it is just that whole album is just a big vibe. I feel like I'm just sitting on a wooden chair with like a felt cushion, and everything around me is just like that old style. Like I feel like I'm gonna have like carpet in my bathroom or something weird. And that's <laughs> what they used to do back in the day. Anyways, um, we're going to transition into the final. Carpet portion. in a bathroom is gross. Sorry, it is, you got me. <laughs> oh, dude, it is unfathomably <laughs> disgusting. That's that'd be horrible to clean too. Like, you, how do you clean it? Yeah. Um, anyway, I cannot. I don't want to talk about bathrooms right now. I, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm not trying. I'm not looking to <laughs> go in depth on like. I didn't. Uh, yeah. Oh, you got me thinking. It's on you. Actually, you got <laughs> no, me that is about definitely it. on me. Uh, the final segment of today's video 
we're bringing it back. Uh-huh. Uh, Jaron made me watch another movie, and I watched uh-huh. it. This, um, this segment, which is called Jaron Makes Evan Watch a Movie and Then We Talk About It. <laughs> we still don't have um, a name for it. Uh, what I, movie <laughs> did you make me watch this week? I made Evan watch one of the greatest action thrillers of all time um, called Casino Royale, which is the first of the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. And I sh- it should be noted, I didn't tell Evan this. I told him nothing. I just told him, hey, watch this movie. I know I should also shout out to Hannah. Hannah was like, hey, you should have Evan watch Casino Royale. And I, was like, and I was like, you know what, Hannah? That's a great idea. And so I told Evan to watch it. Um, but it should be noted that, yeah, I'm going to say it. The Casino Royale is the first of five movies. And the, these five movies, together, as, like, a group, are my favorite, like, movies, like, series. Like, these movies. Now, don't hold back. Like, if you don't like this movie, don't hold back. Like, you know, I, I want you to be, be honest with me here. Because this is, this is actually really interesting for me. Because I'll be very honest. Because I'm very movie-headed, and you're very not so go ahead give me give me your thoughts give me so, your thoughts hmm <laughs> i should open by saying you said hmm <laughs> i should open by saying i didn't know this was a james bond movie oh yo like, that would be dope that would be dope going in and not knowing that's yeah, such like, a cool experience i so wait, wait, i wait. Did, did you not know that until i told you or did no you you had to figure it out because they call him bond no, like I knew no, but I yeah, mean like you, before, yeah, you before eventually I before yeah. I searched going for into it, it. Yeah. Going yeah. into it, I didn't know it was a James Bond movie. I just thought yeah. Casino Royale, whatever. I was like, oh, it's a James yeah. Bond movie. And I'm like, I ain't never seen one of these before. Yeah. I've never seen the James Bond movie. Yeah. And so this is my first day. And, and I'm, I'm not gonna I'm, lie. I'm gonna so wait. I'm, you're, no, wait, you just say it. Say no, it, no, say no, 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 no. Say what you were gonna say. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I get really excited when I talk about these movies because Look, I was willing to pay $42 to get the last movie soundtrack on vinyl. So, yeah, I really like these movies. Anyway, the the Casino Royale is just in, I'm not going to say everybody, but most people that are James Bond fans believe that Casino Royale is one of the best, if not the best, James Bond movie to ever release. Now, there's some competition. There's a couple other movies that kind of get thrown in that discussion, but... What were you saying? I really like this movie. I can't okay, remember. good. Okay, <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. I was going to be... This is one of my... Oh, I love I, this movie. I was like... Yeah. And and I'm I'm not going to tell you right here, this isn't even my favorite James Bond movie. It's not even my favorite I would one. be up for another James Bond movie. Yeah. But I also want to yeah. expand my horizons. Oh, yeah. The thing well, was for me, like... We might come back to this. We might come back to the series. We might we might do the series one by one, but we'll we'll... That's actually a pretty good idea, but we'll that we'll do some other cool. movies and we'll do some other movies in between. Yeah. Um. Um. What were you I'd say. I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> um. <laughs> hmm. Like I, I I really liked it. Like. Yeah. I am not a movie guy. This is no secret. Yeah. That's why I'm we making do this you segment. a movie guy. You are. Um. I'm gonna. I know. I threw a. 
I knew I know the first movie I threw at you was a stupid rom com. I'm gonna start throwing you some like some really bangers. Yeah. But yeah, like I mean, even with the first one, right? Like with all due respect, I did watch it in one point five times speed. Because um, I was just No, like... Evan. <laughs> no. Oh, that's just <laughs> I was no, just like, alright, let's the Let's thing is, I know you're, I know you're serious, and no, I can't. <laughs> I, I, I watched no. the um the rom com no. in 1.5 times speed, because I was, and there were times I was oh, like, wait, 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 I need, I need it. There were, there were times I was like, no, nah, I need to drop this to 1.25. Wait, no, I'm a. <laughs> I, wait, okay, no, I know you watched the rom com in one and 1.5 speed. Did you, are you saying you watched Casino Royale in 1.5 speed too? I'm saying I started with it in 1.5 times speed. And you lowered it to 1.25. No, 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 no. I actually was like, wait a minute. No. This is kind of oh. sick. So I lowered it to regular speed. Oh, okay. That's I watched, a compliment. Okay. I watched okay. the whole two and a half hours at regular speed. And well, I was you probably... freaking... What? Yo, okay, okay. okay. So how far into the movie were you like, okay, I'm going to watch this normally because this is good. Two minutes. Okay, okay. Like, it was That's soon. It was soon. Because... It was, like, because... during that original... It was during that opening okay, scene in that, the bathroom. That... That... Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. That's when because I was like, hey, so... wait a minute. This is kind of cool. So then that means you watched all of the parkour chase scene in normal In real speed. time, yes. That scene is such it's a so well-done cool. chase yes, scene. Yes, it is the, unreal. The f- they fight on a freaking crane. Tell me about it. What do you think of that scene? I love... I love that scene. It's like a six-minute chase... It ends, was ends in an embassy. It's so good. It was very cool. Um, oh, there was one thing I remember being like, mm, I don't know about that one, Chief, but I forget exactly what it was about. But that is definitely mm-hmm. a cool scene where they're like running through the embassy and then he like shoots the barrel and it explodes mm-hmm. and he runs uh-huh. away, right? And then he's back in the English government and they're like, you killed everyone. <laughs> That's um, his... You'll okay. That okay. I got a couple things to say. Just as yeah. First off, it's kind of a. I I really appreciate that that they acknowledge that, like the fact that he kills a bunch of people because. And from what I understand, I haven't seen a ton of the old James Bond. I haven't seen a ton of them. From what I understand, they're a little bit more cheesy, like maybe just a little bit goofier. Not all of them are, but they also. Bond is very much this one-dimensional character where he's like he's a good guy, like he's doing good things. But he's also kind of a piece of crap because like yeah. he like he's a womanizer. He's a player. And Daniel Craig's James Bond very much is that. But you're going to see as we hopefully watch more of these movies. Um, I am not opposed to it all. Yeah, that he he grows at, from this very selfish, cocky, arrogant, young agent. He grows into this man who, who underst- comes to understand the value of life. And he has this mm-hmm. toll that's weighed on him. And yeah. it's. I will say that his conclusion is extremely satisfying, and I'm excited for you to see that. But, yeah. but so, back to what you were saying. The movie continues, and we're introduced to Le Chiffre, which, by the way, ridiculously, like, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is not, that is such a badass name, it's not fair to the rest of us. Yeah. You're yeah. Le Chiffre? Le what now? Le but Chiffre. it's balanced out by how ugly this man is. Like he's, okay, he's such a good villain because yes, well, no, he's no, no, the no. perfect T- villain. Well, you tell me because he is. Tell me what you think you like about. He's him. I'm just curious. 
ugly as frick, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. The way they done up his makeup or something, he's looking like he's made of plastic. He, he's got well, this he, weird I don't scar. even think he's I don't even think he's ugly. I think he's just creepy. Yes, you know? yes. And yeah. like the way they've done his hair and everything, he just looks like he has an attraction to kids or something. But yeah. <laughs> and he's got this like model girlfriend and he's playing poker on a boat and whatever. Um and then Bond like flies over and he's doing all this shady stuff and I didn't understand the inch not the intro but like that original scene or no it is the intro when they're like giving the money um and he's like all right short this stock and I yeah, was you like come yo to, what's you, going they on help you understand what yes exactly but then it comes back in and he's at the airport and they're trying to blow up this plane to tank the company so that the yeah. short goes and I was like that was the first they're time rigging. In the movie. The rigging stops. The rigging stops. Yeah. And that was the yeah. first point in the movie where I was like, okay, holy heck, this has like this has my attention. Like like I've yeah. been watching it in normal it's really for cool. a while. But I was like, that is freaking cool. And then he stops yeah. it and he goes to this crazy fight scene and it's ice cold. Yeah. Um and then of course the, the the one girl he was going at it with winds up dead in the hammock and I'm like all right oh. how did we end up here oh yeah yeah her, um, her. oh okay continue sorry I yeah. just I'm really excited I love these movies dude it was so freaking cool and then like how this Lashifa guy is in all this debt and so he starts this high class here poker why don't we tournament we're kind yeah. of like yeah basically. We should explain spoilers. I guess this movie's twenty oh, yeah. years old. Basically. All sorts of spoilers here. But like, Bond. The movie starts with Bond getting it's his initiation to become a double O. It starts with him. He's killing a guy in a bathroom, and it's doing flashbacks and stuff. And then he's in his room with a guy that he's con- that he's been sent to kill. And the dude's like, oh, "I've got you." And he's pointing a gun at Bond, and he's like, "Haha." They. And he's like talking all this trash, and then he's like, "Oh, so you already got your first kill as a double O?" And he's like, "And then, and then he's like, Bond's like, oh, I'm not actually a double O. You're my last kill to be a double O." And then the dude tries to shoot him, but Bond is a G and knew where he hit his gun, so he pulled the mag out, and then he kills him with it. And it's like, ah, it's so good. It's such a good scene. But anyway, I need to talk faster because anyway, basically, the chief rigging stocks. He is. The way he's getting the money to uh, to profit off of that is he is essentially a private banker for bad people, terrorists, military organizations, yeah. all this kind of stuff. They give him the money. He and but and what they don't know is that he takes it, invests it in things, and profits off of it, and they still get their money that they're owed. And so when the when he tries to blow up that airplane to tank a stock and for and then he would profit because he essentially he bet against it. it. Yeah, he shorted it. Um, he would have gotten a ton of money, but when the when the plane doesn't blow up because Bond stops it from happening, he loses out on a bunch of money, which puts him in a bunch of trouble. So then they have a high stakes. He do, he's really good at poker, and so then this is where the high stakes poker game comes in. This whole the whole point of this is that he is trying to get the money back that he lost because he has all these other terrorist organizations and all these other dudes coming after him. So the reason he's such a good villain is because he is just as desperate to win, if not more desperate to win, than Bond is. Because 
Not only is Bond's life that in is danger, a great connection. I never would his, have drawn. His life is in danger. His life is at stake. You're making me he, realize why I like this movie so much. Yeah, I never he, would have been able to articulate this. The the reason he is so desperate for this, this whole time is because he he used to have power and then he's had it taken away from him, and so him and Bond are at odds, and it's so good. And so essentially, eventually. We get to the poker game. Bond, before he gets there, meets his new partner, Vesper, who he's going to be working with. She's part of the... Crap. Um, is it FBI? Accountant. Well, she's an accountant for the FBI, or MI, is it MI6? Is she part of MI6? I don't know. I can't sure. remember. The organization doesn't really matter that much. Um, but oh, I love... Right off the bat, the relationship between Vesper and Bond when they first meet, you're like, oh, shoot. This chick's freaking hot. Bond's about to get some. And it's like, sheesh. But what you don't know is that it's not the basic Bond thing where he just, like, has, you know, he, do, he, does, like, he, just, he doesn't just fornicate with her and then, like, you know, dip. Like, he actually, what I was saying earlier to Evan about, like, seeing this character grow through these five movies. In this movie alone, Bond goes through so much development or a decent amount. Because he goes from this guy who just doesn't care to a guy who kind of starts to discover that he can have this affinity for caring for other people. Um, Because when he talks to M, who is the leader of MI6, uh, she, it's after the first events of the movie, um, she's super mad at him for just being super reckless and causing a big scene with the embassy and all this other stuff. And he just doesn't care. Like, he just doesn't. But then... You get about two, well, probably about halfway through the movie. There's a fight that goes down in the hotel uh, that they're staying at during the poker match. And Vesper is just, like, traumatized by it. And so he finds her crying. Like, she has her dress on. She's sitting in the shower in her hotel, in their hotel room. And she's just, like, crying. And she's, like, shell-shocked. And he, like, instead, he doesn't, like, take advantage of her or anything like that. Instead, he just... He sits down next to her and is just present with her and comforts her. And I think that's so cool to see him. You see, you get to see a lot more of that as the character grows, especially at the end of the movie where the, he's willing to, he retires. Uh, he, they beat Le Chiffre, Chiffre or whatever. I'm American. I don't know how <laughs> these things are pronounced. Um, uh, but he beats Le Chiffre and him and Vesper are able to Oh, I should mention. Sorry, I'm, I, I'm doing a little bit of jumping, and I shouldn't be. Uh, You're good. Bond beats Le Chief, gets the money, with the CIA's help. Um, Felix is kind of he becomes Bond, a really good friends with Bond, especially in later movies. But he's an agent of the CIA who isn't as good. They're him and Bond are on the same side, but they're on a kind of opposing agencies. But they're trying to do the same thing. So Bond loses all of his money. And Vesper isn't willing to give him any more because she is worried he'll fail. This the, Felix, the CIA dude, gives him his money because he sees that Bond has the, the money to the, buy back into the poker. Yeah, yeah. So, so, sorry, yeah. To, to so buy there's back a poker into tournament, yeah. and it's ten million to get in, five million to buy back in, and Bond thinks he's caught Lachif's tell, but Lachif is informed that Bond has his tell, so he changes it. Bond goes all in loses, mm-hmm. 
no yep. one's going to give him the money to buy back in. Uh, yep. But he's he knows he can beat Lashif. He knows he's a better poker player. So yeah. this other guy, Felix, says, you know what? I'll give you the money to buy back in. Yeah, yeah. And the only caveat is that when he when he when he does that, the CIA are the ones to bring in the chief, not MI6. And Bond agrees. Yeah. And so at first that's the arrangement, right? But then at, after Bond beats him, he finds out that Vesper, he, he he's like, oh, shoot. Where's Vesper? She gets kidnapped. He gets in his super dope Aston Martin, freaking goes on a chase, and then they caught, but then they know they it's a trap, right? So they have Vesper, and and he turns a corner going like a hundred whatever down this like twisty road at, at the middle of the night. When he turns left, she's right there on the road, so he swerves to miss her, and the car goes freaking rolling. And that actual, that wreck that he's in, that set set a record for most flips <laughs> in a car in a movie actually it's kind of cool um and essentially they get captured um bond starts getting interrogated by lashif which is a really good scene um terrifying scene though it's also terrifying as a guy because bond's naked the hole's been cut out of the chair that he's strapped to and lashif is just swinging a rope and smacking him in the it hurts things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a really good scene. But not because not because he's getting. Jaren just likes some <laughs> some no, some ball no, torture. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. But then all of a sudden, Bond gets saved by like like who saves him? And they never find out. And it's weird. But then you kind of find out later. Which you is kind of it's too. alluded to that um, um Vesper makes a deal. Yeah. Eventually, you find out. Um, Vesper's in another. You find room out more about. Tortured. Yeah, D- D- Vesper is in another room, and he's not giving up the information, but they're threatening to kill Vesper. Yada yada. Anyway, when they get out, um, he, him and Vesper essentially, he confesses. He essentially confesses his love for her, um, and he retires, and they go off and start to live together, and. It's only been like a day or two, a couple of days, I think, and they, uh, they're wanting to, they got the money from the poker winnings. They got to keep the money. The CIA got to take and the chief, except the chief actually died. That never happened. But so oh, one day. Oh, the chief die? Yeah. Oh, I'm stupid. I, he, we watch him die. Yeah, I was gonna oh. say I'm pretty sure you watch him a, die. You get you see, you see him get I shot. Brain fart. Yeah, sorry. But basically, there's I know this movie sounds really complicated, but if you watch it, it does make more sense. But it's also like a two and a half hour. Two and a half movie. hour movie. It's hard um, to summarize. Yeah. Then she so goes to give the money away. Well, what what there is that she Bond begins to suspect something because he fought, he was like, wait, the funds haven't been transferred yet. And he comes to find out that she's taking the money to somebody else. And you're like, uh-oh, is Vesper actually a bad guy? Well, come to find out, Vesper's not actually bad, but she um, was being blackmailed, essentially, by another organi- by the organization that she made a deal with to save them. And so that's they're in this torture room, and she makes a deal with these people yeah. that they'll get the money if they let them live. Yeah, and or if they and save so- them. If they yeah. save them. Um, so they are saved, but now she has to give the money to these people. Yeah. Uh, and which Bond would mean... 
is suspicious of her because she's pulled all the money from the account and it hasn't been transferred to the right account. And he's like, uh-oh. And so then he kind of goes into classic, like, he's reverting back to his old skeptical bond, his ruthless, unforgiving, angry state. And he, and I think he's this. more upset that he feels betrayed. And essentially, he's following her, but then he sees that there's a deal going on. But then he gets seen. And so then they take her captive. And then this building starts to fall down. Long story short, Bond doesn't, I mean, Bond doesn't care about the money. Bond doesn't get the money. He tries to save Vesper, but he can't. And the evil people get away with the money and he loses the love of his life. And the thing is, Vesper truly did love him, but it's hard for him to, he just wishes she was honest with her. It's actually a pretty heartbreaking scene. It's a hard part to watch. I can't lie. Yeah. I was like, dang, this kind of sucks. The only reason she did what she did and didn't tell him is because, uh, I think one of her, it was like her her lover from like wherever she was from was being held captive but i think he wasn't actually even alive yeah i don't think so uh oh wait no sorry at the very end of the movie oh wait no sorry i almost just spoiled the next movie yeah i dodged a bullet Um, there but yeah i mean that's the lengthy recap yeah i'm sorry it took no, a while good. to recap that movie because a lot. It's a of long stuff movie. Happens. There's a lot that goes uh, on. Kudos to you guys um, if you. Uh, if you're still listening. At yeah, an hour but 35. it's. I'm not kidding when I say I really do believe it's one of the greatest movies ever made. And there are, I, there's a couple other James Bond movies that I. Like more. It is up there of the movies I've ever seen, which is not a very long yeah, list. Which is not but, a long list. Um, for me, I think. Um. For as action and fantasy as this is, there's a level fantasy. of like, not fantasy, uh, fiction. Sorry, give me a break. For the sure. action and fiction that this is, <laughs> there's like a le- a real level of believability, um, to a lot. And I think it's that poker tournament, yeah. that like hour and fifteen minutes it's, where it's just it's scenes a, back and it's forth just in poker, a poker room, and in the hotel room. That but is it, one of the greatest yeah. like hours i've spent watching a movie because i am just fully invested i am like this is sick because like you said because the stakes are so high and i love that well everyone at the table knows what's going on like people lashif knows he's playing against james bond james bond knows he's against lashif they both know the stakes and they're like trying to call each Nobody's other. Nobody's saying it, and you know. And then yeah. there's people getting held captive in the hotel room, and there's a whole fight scene in between. There's, there's people dying in stairways. There's people there's... dying in stairwells. Oh yeah, like, it is. We didn't even mention Bond gets put into cardiac arrest because uh, arrest because arrest. his drink gets spiked. Because he gets spiked, and so he has to he crawl he goes out to his car and has to try to save himself, but Recessing, then he almost and dies. Vesper and Vesper him. finds him and saves him, and then it's a whole mess, and it's just it's crazy, it is. man. It is an incredible hour, or however long that poker scene is. Yeah. That was such an... Because the yeah. psychology going on there, even yeah. though it's a fictional well, it's, movie, that was a crazy thing to watch. It's so impressive to me that you can... Like, I don't even... I don't, I don't know. Like, poker is interesting to me. It's fun. But, like, the fact that you can make an hour, essentially an hour of people just playing poker like, that thrilling. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I am just it's crazy. Like, uh, I was a, 
Look, that that was a very good suggestion, Hannah. I thoroughly enjoyed my time yeah. watching that movie. Bro, I qu- Hannah actually I think I actually told her this maybe in a comment section. I I think she's our viewer with the best taste. Like as a blanketed like movies, books, music, anything. Hannah. You need Hannah. Ask Hannah. Ask Hannah you for it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, well. Man. We might episode what? Yeah, keep no. Go no, ahead. no, 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 you Wrap go, you up. go. Uh no, uh, that's better to talk about after the episode's over. So you can okay. cut this. <laughs> um That was a lengthier episode. Hope you enjoyed episode 19 of Waves on the Shore. Uh be sure to let us know some name suggestions for the Wikipedia segment. We'd like to keep that going. Maybe revise yeah. it a little, see what that looks like. Um let us know what you thought of all the music down below um in the comments or send us a message thank you for watching if you've stuck through the hour and 40 minutes mm-hmm. you are the best of the best viewer listener whatever medium you're watching this on if you are watching this on youtube be sure to subscribe and like the video and share it around for and sure. i don't got nothing else to say unless you want to close it off keep it american end of podcast end of, co- end of podcast <laughs> right there